The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, Episode 35. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week on Insight Sunday we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. My Story Tuesday conversation with Noah was so chock full of great thoughts, ideas, and powerful points that I just had to share it all with you. Last week, you got a double dose of Noah's journey and how she thinks and works with leaders. This week, you're getting a double dose of Noah's lessons. On Sunday, Noah talked about how she learned the hard way to handle fear. In episode 34, she shared how and why fear showed up in her life and her internal resourcefulness that helped her find her way. Today, you'll hear more about how her resourcefulness helped her learn her way into awareness, having more choices, and creating the life and outcomes that she wants. Noah also talks about being a norm breaker, how that's important in pivoting and adapting your business, and ensuring ongoing success. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching. If you lead a six or seven plus figure business and experience a drag or dip in your growth, if you notice diminishing engagement or passion in your business, if you want to eliminate exhaustion and burnout in yourself or your teams, if you sense that you or your company would grow faster and stronger, if you could just pivot efficiently and effectively when circumstances change like they have so much in 2020, then you've got an adaptability problem. Adaptability coaching will give you and your business the psychology and neuroscience-backed tools to understand and leverage core adaptability skills through the unique 3D adaptation framework. You can learn to harness and leverage core adaptability skills to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to turn tough circumstances, reactions, and exhaustion into energy, excitement, and excellence for you and your company. To learn more, go to dryishai.com slash coaching. Speaking in a specific way means that a person is wise, okay? That's my formula. That's my belief. Mm -hmm. And that's why really the fear doesn't go away because if I do a mistake, I'm stupid. But what I had to learn is that 
there might be a new formula that I can create, right? Mm. And the new formula that I created was that people don't listen to me because of my beautiful vocabulary. They listen to me because I am able to create a connection with them when I speak. Mm. And I would probably never learn that if I would stay in Israel. I was only able to learn that because people would come to me and say, your stories, I feel so inspired by them. I see people tears sometimes. I see all these emotions that are happening while they're listening to my stories. When I talk about my relocation, depends on you know the talk, but when I talk about the relocation story, I see those emotions and the connection that I'm creating and I realize that it's a different formula than I had in my head. And that's when mm. I was able to come new to the situations because yes, the fear was trying to protect me from feeling stupid. So I was not able to move, right? Is yeah. it okay if I kind of... Build on that? Sure. Build, maybe ask some questions, kind of explore sure. that a little bit more. <laughs> let's if say I can get the people... therapy for free, let's do that. <laughs> just I kidding. appreciate that. Just, just, just a quick disclaimer, not therapy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The fear, the fear says that other people might see you as stupid. What's the damage or what's the harm? Of people seeing me as stupid? Yeah, what happens? Where's the damage? For me, it was about the outcome, right? I'm trying to build a business and if people feel I'm stupid, they will not want to work with me. They will not hire me. So of course, then you see other results. But until you see different outcome, it's very hard to break those formulas. And many Mm -hmm. times, I think it's not with the conversation we had in the other, the first part where we are just not here that we have those patterns in our Mm -hmm. head. And that's where the harm shows up because you don't know. And when you don't know, you just work from your tendency. You work Mm -hmm. from your autopilot. And that's really where you get stuck. It's hard for you to move into action. Sure. So your emotion system from your previous experience in Israel, which it learned from there, said, Mm -hmm. if you are not an articulate, beautiful, Mm -hmm. to listen to kind of speaker, not Mm -hmm. just your message, but the way that you're communicating, then there will be harm, damage, or destruction to your financial career. Or even just my reputation as a human being, Mm -hmm. right? I would go, yeah, it's even like you go to a store and the person talks to you very, very slowly, even that you are in the US for. 10 or 15 years, Mm -hmm. but they have an assumption that because I have an accent that I need slow conversation. And those are moments when you don't need a lot. It's just happening and it's right away takes you back, right? And this is, you know, talking about another thing that is very important for me to share is what I call the illusion of awareness. Mm. That even when we learn something, and we overcome the learning, doesn't mean that we will not go to old behaviors and old patterns. Sure. And what I'm concerned about is all those programs and promises that people will take, your programs will take you when you have the pain to the other side of the rainbow and you will stay there. I'm a coach. I do this work for many years. I became aware of my tendencies and my patterns. And still that person in the supermarket can make me feel stupid. 
because they talked slowly to me. Mm. But if before it would take me five years or a week or a day to overcome that, now it will take me a minute because maybe in another situation it will take me two days, but it will not be five years because I know that this is my pattern. I know that my tendency is to feel stupid. Then choose what I do with my emotions and my thoughts to create the actions that I want. Hmm. And when I have the conversations with my clients and they are like, I need to, I should, I have, right? All those like self-deprecating conversation about all the bad things that they do and think and feel. I say, it's fine. We all have different tendencies. You have your tendencies. I have my tendencies. You are the listener. We all have tendencies. It's fine. What's important about this conversation is that you create the awareness Mm. that you know that you were awareless, as I call it, about that. Mm-hmm. Now, when you know that awareness state, when you go back there, you know how you talk to yourself. I go straight away into victim. How did that person did that to me? How they can feel I'm stupid? It's like that, sorry, I'm Israeli. So the good Jewish mother, I'm sitting there in the dark and how come and how come and how come? So I go into that. Mm-hmm. I know to recognize that I become that victim and I can choose whether I stay the victim, sometimes I can choose to do that too. Or if mm-hmm. I'm shifting and saying, they just don't know. They have a story they created. Now you make another story about that. Takes you into fear, into victim mood, into feeling stupid. And that's it. That's fine. And you can shift. You can empower yourself. You can go through this pain or through this fear or whatever it is that you experience right now and create a new story. But when we have no awareness that we do that, how can we go out of it? But also when we created that awareness, understanding that we're still going to go back, but now it's different Mm -hmm. because we have a choice. Mm. Here is what I'm going to say. It's okay to choose to stay with your immature, unrealistic behavior until you're ready to shift. Because when we don't give ourselves that space, we stay there. Mm. So the difference is not that you just get over it and it never shows up again. The difference is that you have opened up a choice. So instead of being locked in that room, that room Mm -hmm. of fear for you or that room of feeling Mm -hmm. stupid or the room of feeling ashamed or acting out in anger in ways that aren't helpful, instead of being locked in that room, that door is no longer locked. And if you want, you can choose to sit in that room for some length of time and with the awareness you can make that choice. And then also when you're ready, you can choose to get up and get out of the room. When you are aware less, you are locked in that room. Yeah. And you know, I just had somewhat of a same conversation with a client. doesn't matter about the topic, but it sounds like you put the gate down, right? Mm. And we start having a conversation about that gate, right? And the choice. And sometimes the choice will be to bring the gate up. Sometimes the choice will be to keep it closed. And sometimes the choice will be just to create a little crack because I'm not ready yet. And that's okay too. But when I don't know that I put that gate down, when I don't know that I'm locked in that room, how can I choose if I want to open it or not? Mm -hmm. But when I have the choice, I can choose to stay as we, we laugh about the Jewish mother in the dark room and be the victim. But that's fine because I'm choosing. And I think 
that's sometimes what we are missing with the internal conversation. But when we know that, we can create a choice. And it doesn't have to be the choice, door is open or door is closed. Mm -hmm. It can be just a crack. That's fine. Or not. There were some situations in my life that I said, you know what? I understand that this is what I need to do, but right now I'm not ready. So I know I'm immature. I know it's not the right way. You know, for example, in a conflict, I know I'm choosing right now to stay in the conflict, but I'm just not ready to change the way I'm going to act on it. But that's okay because I'm giving myself the permission. Mm -hmm. But if I don't know that, how can I give myself that permission? Yeah. I wish we had more time. This is such a wonderful (laughs) conversation and I'm sure we could keep going probably forever. We are going to jump into another couch round and then we're going to wrap it up. So I wanted to ask, what is one thing you know now that you wish you knew when you were getting started? Get started with what? With my business? With what? Let's say with your business. Having your own business is the most aware experience ever. (laughs) Every time you think you conquer a challenge, there is a new one and you learn so much about yourself, about your fears, about your excuses, about your successes. What is a success? So I believe that having your own business is the, it's in the awareness business a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. What is, from your perspective, the difference between a mistake and failure? That's a good one. So I never made that distinction. For me, they sit in the same group and I'm going to answer that a bit differently. No matter if it's a mistake or a failure, is what you can learn from it. Rather than say, label it is as a mistake or a failure, it's something that didn't work. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just something that you tried and didn't work. What mm. can you learn from it? And how can you do that differently next time, if at all? Sometimes we cannot. That's okay too. But at least that's the learning. It was a mistake, but I'm not sure I'm able to change that mistake next time. Because, you know, we try to control so many things, but there are some controllable situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That reminds me actually of the response I got from Zach Knight in episode 13. He said, Mm -hmm. fail stands for first attempt in learning. (laughs) Nice. I like it. Yeah. So, But sometimes I'm going to push back on what he said and I'm going to say, you tried and it worked and then suddenly you failed. Mm. If we look, for example, at my story. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pushing back on what he said, although I like it. <laughs> it can change, right? The circumstances <laughs> can change whether something used to work and then doesn't work. Yeah. 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 And suddenly it's a fail, at least in yeah. our head. Yeah. Yeah. So next question, can you name someone who, when you make a mistake, you can go to them and they say, okay, let's deal with it now and learn from it for later. So two levels, of course, is the compassionate level to go to my husband. And yeah, you know what? It's not a compassionate one. If he thinks I screwed up, he will tell me he screwed up. So I know I have an honest partner that the only question he will not answer is, did I gain weight? That's the question he will never answer. That's very smart of him. But any other thing, it will always give me an honest opinion. And I think that's why we were able to go through so many challenges together. And I appreciate his partnership in my life so much. Yeah. So that was the first level or both levels were with him? I do have a coach. I do have a Mm. coach that I work and Again, I appreciate her because she will always give me an honest answer. 
So yeah, when I need the answer or just help me go through my messiness. Yeah. So those are probably my two levels, my husband and then the coach just for a different perspective. I also have an accountability partner, but not sure I always get from him (laughs) that specific need. Mm -hmm. You talked about needs. I'm not sure it meets that specific need. Mm. Yeah. Next, can you name someone that you learned from their mistakes instead of making your own? My siblings. <laughs> I am the youngest of four. Yeah, they went with the norms and mm. I just couldn't be the obedient daughter to my father. We have a lot of open conversations. He said, that's what I love about you, that you mm. didn't listen to me because my father was an officer in the Israeli army. So we had a very rigid way of living and everything mm. was by the rules. And my three older siblings really followed the rules and his expectations. And I chose my own path. So yeah, I learned from my older siblings' mistakes. Or at least from my perspective, they might not think it's a mistake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next question. What's more important, working in your business or working on your business? I will go with in because there is something for me about on and it's just my interpretation of English. Okay. On is something that you are not 100% in it. Mm -hmm. There's like a separation. or Yeah, there is separation. And for me, it's about being engaged in what you do fully. So that's me. When I do something, I want to do it fully to be engaged fully and not just like, okay, let's make it happen. Because if that's the experience, so I should probably not work on it. (laughs) Sure. So being fully engaged... (laughs) In that sense. So that's mm-hmm. the difference. And for in the, me, the in being yeah. inside that experience. Right. Yeah. So you want to be in it, whether you're working in what the daily activities of it or you're working in mm-hmm. how to improve it. Yes. It's yes. all in. It's all in. Yeah. Very, very in. <laughs> it's all in and it's all in. Yeah, it's all in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in everything I do. So, you know, people say, can I ask you a question, Sam? Or you will not want to answer that. I say, I'm an open book. Because the way I communicate with my clients, the way I communicate with my kids, with my husband, with my friends, it's in. Yeah. I'm fully engaged. I am not, okay, this thing I'm not touching because mm. everything has to be part of it. For some people, it's too much, but I learned that it's okay. So they're not part of my tribe and that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) I need to be too much for some people and that's okay. You need to be you. Yeah. Yeah. I need to. Next, what is one thing that's coming up for you or your business that you're working on or excited about? Okay. So we didn't touch that, but one of the things I do is a walking mastermind, which means that my interpretation of networking So rather than networking indoors, in the last two years, I have a group of people that we meet outdoors and we network. And first, I think you mentioned nature. So it just brings that special perspective into how we look at things because, again, we might get stuck from the perspective we sit in. And when we go outdoors, we can get a new perspective. And we just took away all the decoration the beautiful clothes, all that stuff. And it's just about us being humans and having a conversation. And we also created a structure, a structure that helped people to just walk and have a conversation about something. So we pair people and we give them questions and they go and they talk. And each time there is a specific topic. So when people 
walk together, they can talk about something and they can still break the rules, as I mentioned, but they come back and they have this beautiful connection. So for me, it's about creating that connection between people that it's not about the pitch. It's not about all those business decorations that have nothing and you don't get anything out of it. And here I feel like people can get a lot out of the experience. So I actually trademarked it and I want to expand that. Mm. So that's why I'm excited about that. And for me, the excitement was really about seeing people showing up no matter what is the weather. Mm -hmm. 20 Fahrenheit degrees or 100 Fahrenheit because North Carolina is so weird with the weather. So no matter what the weather was, people showed up. And Mm -hmm. that was for me very exciting to see that they believe in the idea of this new way of networking and talking about breaking the rules and doing things differently. Mm -hmm. It's just fun to see that people appreciate that. So I love this new baby. (laughs) It's not so new, but yeah, it's Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for today talking about some lessons that you learned and engaging with me on understanding loss and fear and reactions and the stories or the rules, formulas, as you put them, that we create for ourselves and then how in other situations, they can be really unhelpful. And I really appreciate it. And I hope that you listening have really had moments of being able to stop and think about your experiences, your formulas, your losses or struggles when things did work and then they stopped working and what maybe got in the way and taking a step into awareness instead Mm. of staying in the awareless. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. And I wanted to also say thank you so much, Noah, for being a norm breaker (laughs) and a norm challenger today on our Story Tuesday podcast and also in all the things that you do. I see that as something that for you in the work that you do is incredibly useful and meaningful because it's when what we do, our habits or our norms stop working that we can get stuck Mm-hmm. And your ability to, and your constant seeking to, in a way, help people by challenging or breaking the norms and saying, how do we recreate? What do we build out of this? It's yeah. really beautiful. It reminds me, actually, there's this practice in Jewish weddings where they break a glass. Right, yes. <laughs> and then what people started doing with it is they take the shards of the broken glass and they'll create something with it. Mm. And that's the image that just came to mind for me is when life feels like it's broken something or when we feel like we're broken, if you could be a norm breaker and a norm challenger, you could take all those pieces and create something and maybe add other pieces to it and create something beautiful. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I just love the conversation, how you take and you build and bring your perspective into, you know, that it's really not about... I see it one way that it should be the other way, but we can have different perspectives about definitions and how we see different terms and what we can build in the conversation together. So thank you. It was really fun for me to look at things from a new perspective. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. 
The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari. Show notes by Yishai Barkadari and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 